welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, episode number 107, the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is Age of the Masterful Dude of Doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host of the most of the most grandose co-hosts. Fuck me. Oh my god, he's melting. <laughs> we broke him already. And it is I, the Bone King, and we are joined by as well. <laughs> it is I. James, Dr. Rude Ramos, MD. So you guys had a I'm, really banger episode last week. Thanks, man. I mean, it was a, a fun little trip down Nostalgia Lane. I agree. Uh, I just think it's kind of funny that when we last left you, you were in the basement in, of Dr. Rude's basement, and now you're melting in a puddle. I don't even know what the suggestion happened here, but I hope you, 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 you know, get better soon. How would they know I was melting in a puddle if they haven't seen me? But thanks. The puddles. We heard it. The, the, the spaghetti. The puddles, <laughs> Doctor Rude's jism. But thanks. Wow. Whoa. All right. I didn't even realize we we're talking about Star Wars music in this just yet. But hey, I'm man, glad we could bring just, it up now. That's just called jizz for the record. God damn it. All right. <laughs> jizz. It's it's jizz music. It is a traditional form of music on the planet. Respect it. So, Bunking, what show do we have today? <laughs> I was about to say, does anyone want to introduce what the hell we're talking about today? All right. We're doing a reaction review of what is this freaking event called? PlayStation Event Showcase? Yeah, the PlayStation Direct. Yeah. No, it's PlayStation Showcase. Stop it's the it. PlayStation Treehouse. Don't it's, stop it. <laughs> damn it. It's E4. But, uh, yeah. E4, oh, God. E4 yourself. Um, but yeah, no, so basically Sony, uh, PlayStation had a thing going on where they just showcased a bunch of games, a bunch of upcoming things, and we're going to talk about it because a few of us are gamers. But first, before we get into that, let's get into our recents. That's correct. Adrian, All right. why don't you like start that. us off? Okay, I have the entire state of Georgia. Perfect. <laughs> As my first recent. Uh, I went to the zoo. Twas fun. Uh, didn't get to pet any of the animals. They didn't let me. Uh, I went to the aquarium. I got to pet the manta rays, the very same manta rays that killed Steve Irwin. And uh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> that, so, that has to not be true. Someone had to have killed that thing in like vengeance already, right? I'm not trying to be like. But what trips me out people. about the the Georgia uh, Aquarium is that they have whale sharks, and we don't. Miami doesn't. That right. trips me out. I thought we would be able to have sharks in our thing. Why do they get them? Um, also, I went to Dragon Con. Uh, it was great. Everybody was masked up. Uh, the only way to get into the convention, you had to have a negative COVID test. Uh, for the past 48 hours or 24 hours, I I, I don't know because uh, I didn't do that part. I did the vaccine. I showed my proof of vaccination and um, everything. How busy was it by chance? Like when you got there? forty to 50,000 people showed up. Like could you give me an approximation, maybe a layman's terms of like how full it was? Was it shoulder to shoulder? Was there a lot no, of room to walk? No, 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 no. They purposefully put a limit not only on the attendance but also on the vendors. So you actually had a lot of room, a lot of breathing room, if you will, between the amount of people. And again, this is a, a six-building thing. It takes over six buildings. So there's mm. a lot of room to cover in all six of the buildings. 
Right. There is, and, and there wasn't. The only shoulder to shoulder were probably the after parties. Even then, they had a rigorous limit on on how many people were in per room, and mm. they also cleaned every room every four hours. Oh my god, the after parties! Which, by the way, I got frequent updates about. So, tell me, what was it like in in the the drum circle? Like really being there? I want your full fucking account. So I was drunk. Uh, this, uh, that's the perfect way to start this story. <laughs> uh, because uh, I had just like was drinking, binge drinking, uh, 1800 tequila mixed with uh, pineapple. It was delicious. It went down <laughs> great. Uh, but my boy and I, we were like, bro, it's our first night. Everybody else was tired. Everybody was like, no, I don't want to do anything. So Julio and I just went and said, fuck it. Let's go explore. And we found uh, the drum circle. First, we found a shitty party, and then we went to the drum circle, and then we were like, oh, this is a really good vibe. But he was on the tambourine for an hour and a half. Julio? <laughs> Julio. He was on that tambourine for an hour and a half, and all I did was clap and the occasional, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, I like this Timberlake sample at the drum uh-huh. circle. Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, there were belly dancers that just showed up and apparently one of them owns a belly dance school in Atlanta that I didn't know about. And, uh, they were attracted by the drum circle. You see the rhythm of the night. Yeah. It it was like a good 20, 30 people, but it was a huge (laughs) ballroom that you get to drum circle in. And every night was a drum circle. So that was nice to have that as an option. Uh, then Friday night was zombie prom, which had really shitty music. I feel. And then Saturday was the night. Saturday is always the night, as uh, Dr. Rude will tell you. Saturday is the best night for a convention's after party or party to speak of. Uh, DragonCon has three. They have the 10 forward party, which is Star Trek themed. Then oh, they have, fuck yeah. Then they have Last Night at Alderaan, which is Star Wars themed. And then you have the Heroes and Villains Ball, which you get the idea. Um... I feel, I feel like there's a lot of arguments that happen there. It's like, no. is that character truly a villain? They're really a hero in the fourth season, and blah, 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 and it just never ends. Not at all. Nobody talks. Everybody dances. <laughs> Nobody um, talks. They're all too awkward to talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then after Saturday's parties, they they end about 2.30 in the morning. Then there's an after-after party of the rave, which starts at 3 a.m. till 5.30 a.m. Uh, and then the rave meets up with the drum circle, and oh boy. The drum circle is 11 to 2, uh, but also, if you want, even after the rave, you could have a after-after-after party at one of the floors if you just take your Bluetooth speaker and you just, you know, meet up with a group of people, and there you go, you have a party. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's essentially what Dragon Con is. Everybody was masked. They couldn't go to the after party unless they had a mask on, which I'm I'm here for that. That's... They did it the right way. That was the way to do it. Um, What else have I done? I watched all of What If. I caught up on all of that. Uh, I really like episode one. I still feel episode two is probably the weakest one. Same. Well, Um, yeah, because that was the Mary Sue episode. (laughs) I mean, I think uh, episode one, the Captain Carter episode, and the Doctor Strange episode are so far the two strongest. Yeah, I really liked the Doctor Strange one. I really didn't care much for the Pym episode. Uh, sorry. It's okay. I, I don't want to spoil. 
Uh, but anyway, uh, I also watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows season three, baby. It's so fucking good. Is it out already? Uh, yeah. First two episodes are out. Um, and episode three should be out by the by the time this episode comes out. Um, I started a game called Predator Hunting Grounds. It's a lot of fun. I'm getting a little into it too much. I got to slow down on that. I'm, I should back paddle off of it. I have a question, though. Was the name that attracted you there? Because it's like Hunt, Predator. I feel like these are all just <laughs> a lot of synonyms being thrown around. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I want to be caught, Daddy. Um, oh, hey, oh, look, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just I'll, saying. Uh, and lastly, I have some personal uh, recent. I recently decided I'm going to quit the Dragon Ball card game. Uh, oh. I, oh. I don't play as much as I should. I don't have enough time to do the tournaments. And it's too much of a money pit for me to conceivably do that. You know what I mean? Um, so it's a bad time for me to mention that I just put my starter deck together. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm just going to try and get rid of everything I have now and just call it a day. I mean, uh, but that, that's do you not it feel like reasons. there's any? Do you not oh. feel like there's any like uh, you know uh, sentimental value with just keeping your deck in case anyone does want to play well, and just sell everything else? I don't. I don't know. Like the only person I know that would probably play with me, we're playing other games and we're deciding on doing a D and D campaign. Like he wants to do hmm. um, the the story, the campaign before Tiamat, the one uh, the whole the. The, the horde, horde of, no, the horde of the dragon queen or something like that. I, I'm I'm probably mispronouncing the the campaign title, but he wants to do a lot of D and D, and so do I. And I feel that's one cheaper and two easier to do uh, in that aspect. But they're not really mutually exclusive. I've like... been trying to get you to play D and D for years now. Well, what, what's this shit? Uh. Well, he's asked me. You haven't asked me. I oh, I stopped asking because I kept getting no's. Because I, I didn't have time. Now mm-hmm. I have time. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. but hold on. Again, these are not mutually exclusive. Like you can just hold on to a deck for a rainy day in the future. I'm not saying like go out and But who would I but who would I play with? You don't What's know the... who you'll run into in life. Nah, I, I don't I don't see that happening. I also see this game having a short shelf life, considering Digimon is kind of uh, taking over its space. Like, Dra- Dragon Ball looks like it'll die within a year and a half to two years. If it's it, any it, consolation, I'm sorry. Like, this was what the Resident Evil deck building game was for me. Like, I bought it. Nobody wanted to play with me, and I just held on to it. And then you came along. And then, like... Then we played it for a while. It's just a deck, like, a deck builder is way different than a trading card game. I feel. Hmm. I think that's a okay. whole different animal because a trading card game already has like innate money pit idea. Like a trading a trading card game. Oh, I need this card to be good, or I need to buy my own cards to be good. It's not like listen, I have a collection of cards. Let's set up a game and we can play together. There's nothing out of the game that you need other than these cards. You know what I'm mm, saying? Okay. There, yeah, I look, guess so. I feel the trading card game has an inherent amount of FOMO 
but yeah, Dr. Root, if you want me in on a one shot, I could do a one shot, but I don't know. Uh, these guys want to do a campaign down in Homestead mm. and in person. Like it's the whole group I went to Dragon Con with. They're all like, Adrian, be with us, play with us and be a DM. And I'm like, I don't, I'm scared. I haven't really DM'd a, a whole campaign. Every time I've DM'd, it's the first two pages of the starter DM kit, and that was it. <laughs> the the Minds of Fandelver. The, the Lost Mind of Fandelver. Yeah, I've done that beginning that I don't know the ending or the middle. I don't know anything about that fucking story. Because I always do the first two sessions, and everybody quits after that. Well, damn, that's not a good track record. But hey, you've got to get better somehow. Even the most experienced dungeon masters have to learn how to use their whips first. That's all I'm saying. Not only that, why the fuck hasn't George played with you, uh, James? We have. Yeah, but not enough to do a campaign. You're the one that wants I to do. De- you want to? You have so many characters, uh, Bone King. Well, also, Dr. Root's got a lot of campaigns going on, so, like, it's a matter of finding, you know, time and whatnot. That That is still enough. And also, putting fingers up is great for the audience, because they can totally I, wa- I, I wasn't trying to amount. show the audience. <laughs> it's a mystery, <laughs> of course. No, I understand. But I'm just saying, like, I- I've always, by the way, wanted to DM a game. So oh, you, wanna- you guys are interested. Yeah. You want to DM. Because look, I've always been like, oh, I want to, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I want to play D and D, and like, no one ever fucking makes me a part of their games because there's never any timing things. I'll just make my own game, and it'll be a one shot for that one night, and it's done. Because that's that's the only way I feel like these are gonna work. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, we're gonna play in Bone King's dungeon. I mean, we've been in Doctor Rude's dungeon so many times. I just feel like a nice change of pace would be nice. Oh, I forgot to mention before I wrap up my recents. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to Prosecutor Bone for not only winning the case of Code Veronica oh, yeah. by the judgment of Judge uh, Rude, with two Ds at that point, uh, but also the the people that have voted firmly sided with you. So The, congr- the judge and jury. Thank you. The judge, the judge and, and jury. jury have handedly uh, sided with you, and I took a big, fat, steaming L. <laughs> well, I mean, it was really cool to see, like, the, the, the actual poll going up, because I was just like, you know, let's see how many people... And a lot of people actually voted way more than I was anticipating. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that everyone really enjoyed the episode. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was any, like, flaws in my argument that I thought of after the fact, but... By the way, we've gotten at least two requests for that Tron special. Just putting it out there. Yeah, and now I I was going to say I definitely have to watch Tron now. So uh has Vinny watched Tron cuz that seems like a Vinny thing. I mean, most definitely, but I mean, I haven't seen it in forever, so I'm going to have to see it again. And if I'm going to watch it again, I don't see why you can't watch it again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, don't try and skirt, don't try and uh eject yourself out of this episode. Your your program will be loaded, sir. <laughs> I was using computer puns because I'm smirt and eject is a computer pun eject yeah like eject your USB mm-hmm. I wish I could mm-hmm. control alt delete you Wait, no does my joke not work I'm so confused now <laughs> anyway that's the end of my recent Dr. Rude what's yours <laughs> alright so I've actually watched a few 
more movies this week than I usually do. Okay. I've rewatched some things that I've watched before, and I uh, and I've watched some new things. Uh, things that I rewatched. I rewatched Osmosis Jones. Uh, oh, good shit. We talked under- about that two weeks ago. Underrated cartoon. Really deserved more than it got. Uh, it actually ended up being the nail in the coffin of Warner Brothers animation, which is really funny to me. Yeah. No, really? Yeah, that's the movie that did Warner Brothers animation in. As a matter of fact, they had two projects to choose from. They had this project or a Brad Bird project, and they went with this project. So Brad Bird took his project over to Disney Pixar, and that turned out to be The Incredibles. So, Oh, man. I mean, Warner Brothers kind of chance to work up. with Bill Murray, though, though, I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I rewatched that. I rewatched Fanboys. I like that movie. You've never seen Fanboys or you don't like what, Fanboys? Yeah, what is what is Fanboys? Fanboys was like an early 2000s-ish comedy uh, about a group of friends. Oh, actually, uh, about a group of friends that try to break into Skywalker Ranch to watch a rough cut of The Phantom Menace. What? I've so never heard in, of this. But back it's, in 99, it's a it's period It's set piece. in 99, yeah. A period It's piece. a period piece. Uh <laughs> And I don't think you know, the historical events it, at Skywalker Ranch. Sorry, it's early on <laughs> in the movie, but um, one of the characters is dying from cancer. Okay, so the whole point is that he won't be around to see the movie when it comes out. Uh-huh. So that's the impetus for why they're breaking into Skywalker Ranch to watch this rough cut. Oh, is this reminds me of that story of like where it's like, oh, our best friend, he's gonna be dying soon, so he left us one last camp adventure or whatever, and we have to go find Kinda. the X on the map. Yeah, but it's but now it's Skywalker Ranch, and I actually kind of like that. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's got like, it's got a lot of cast. It's like, hey, it's that guy. But I think the probably the most successful member of the cast, other than like William Shatner, uh, would be like Kristen Bell, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I had this mixed up with Grandma's Boy for a minute. Which no, is a completely different movie. Very different. Uh, that being said, uh, one of the characters in this is an actor name is is played by an actor named and I'm gonna fuck up his name, Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. Okay. He's the voice of like the main kid from the. Uh, what the fuck are those dragon movies called? The the animated dragon movies. How uh, to Train Your Dragon. Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I went to Dragon Tales because I'm fucking yeah. old. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, yeah, it's Dan Fogler, uh, Sam Huntington, Kristen Bell, J- and Jay Baruchel and Chris Marquette make up the primary cast. But Jay Baruchel has managed to kiss my two biggest blonde crushes in Hollywood. I'm very jealous of the man. <laughs> Well, you'll get your chance to kiss William Shatner soon. <laughs> no, because uh, his uh, he gets to kiss Kristen Bell in this movie, and he's also in a movie called She's Out of My League, uh-huh. where uh, his romantic interest is Alice Eve. But anywho, enough of that. Uh, it's a fun movie to watch, but that's all that I've rewatched. As far as the new things that I've watched, uh, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> I don't uh, know yes. How? Uh, oh, bro, please tell me. Please tell it's me. It's a story it. about a cake about a an informant. It's a story about a black man who basically, in order to get out of a crime, agreed to be an informant to the FBI 
snitching on the Black Panthers. This is okay. very much a period piece yes. in the 70s. No, this is based on a real story. It, it, it's bookended at the end with like the interview from the actual man that the movie's based on. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very emotional piece. Um, I can imagine. It's a good movie. I don't know if I liked it simply because like it's one of those movies where like you don't feel good about it. Like <laughs> It's one of those. You've been, uh, it's, it, it's not meant for that, though. I know, I know, I know. But, but you this know, has been something he's been into recently. Even with the disclosure on last episode, it's just like really serious themes. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Yes, yes. But, uh, we should great, broach that. The acting is fantastic. Uh, the story mm. is heartbreaking. But nonetheless, it's illuminating. It's it's like, it's a good movie. It, it, you should definitely watch it, especially if you're into like historical movies like that. I just think it's funny because this used to be the dude's shtick, watching, like, really intense documentaries that are, like, really depressing but, like, important. Shtick. Like, this used to be yours. Well, don't worry. It was. Shtick. Don't worry. I'll change that up in a minute. Um, okay. But, I, so, but yeah, the, the thing about this movie for me is that it, it's one of those movies where, like, there's no hero. Mm. And... You know, for me, like, especially right now, like, entertainment is a form of escapism for me. Right. So, like, that movie put me in a whole mood for the rest of the day. Like, I was very, like, it was not an escapism uh, scenario for me. <laughs> no, it should put it, you in a mood as well. It should. Yes, that I know, but that's not, what I, that's not what I seek out entertainment for. Then stop oh. watching these serious-ass movies. I was literally just told to watch it by Mischievous, and I had no idea what it was about. And this was her uh, mischievous plan, uh, as obviously. you see. So, uh, I'm going to go from that to the other side of the spectrum. I watched Willy's Wonderland. Will- I loved um, it. Willy's Wonderland is the Nicol- uh, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's a ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How'd you like it? Uh, it was okay. Uh, it delivers on like the plot. It's it's Nicolas Cage beating up a bunch of animatronic people. Uh, that being said, like the animatronic suits all looked pretty good, and this mm. is me being like a little nitpicky here, but it's something that bothered me a great deal. Is that like the actors in the suits didn't even try to move like animatronics? Oh, they're too smooth. Like they're clearly people in suits. Yeah. And that That's really weird. bothered me. Like, from like a visual storytelling perspective, I didn't like that. You know what they could have done? They, You're lucky you got suits. Because you know what? With movies nowadays, you would have just got CG. Just giant CG animatronics. No, I, I'm glad they went with the suits. And like I said, the suits looked great. But, mm. um, but yeah, that's... that. I mean, it's a, it's a B movie. Like, it really is. Like, right. I'm, there's... Nicolas Cage literally has zero dialogue in this movie. I know, it's great. He says nothing throughout the whole movie. And he said that's the thing that, that enticed him to the role. Is <laughs> playing a, role, a movie where he had no dialogue. Um, he's a very expressive man. I feel like sure. even with no dialogue, it's not yeah, like a uh, Yeah, one of his interviews, he was uh, talking about doing, um, like, honing in Buster Keaton for this role. And you could see it in the physicality he brought during the fights. And uh, yeah, so again, it bottom line is it delivers on the premise, which is all that really matters for this movie, really. 
Um, yeah, it's it's not going to break any new no. ground, right? I would have made some changes. I would have, you know, done things a little differently, but, you know, that, I'm, I, it's not my movie. So, and then mm-hmm. last on my recent, other than, you know, I've been playing Hunt and shit. Um, oh, of course. But I watched Chaos Walking. What's that? Okay. So, Chaos Walking is a movie that was supposed to come out in 2019. <laughs> Oh, like most. Okay. It was uh, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. The the where they where she can oh. read his thoughts. Well, everyone can read their thoughts. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Say your yeah. Go for it. Uh. Yeah. The 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 premise is that for unknown circumstances relevant to the plot of the movie, uh, all of men's thoughts it only affects men mm-hmm. are transmitted. As both audio with an audio and visual representation, right? And it makes Tom Holland sound like a lost puppy. Girl, what? girl, there's a girl. There's a girl here. Oh, there's a girl. I mean, girl. he's never seen a woman before. I I know, but if the you're joke a teenage boy who had like never it. seen a woman before, that's exactly what your brain would be doing. It just it just look. All right, to me, I I also saw this movie. By the way, mm-hmm. I. I totally gave up on it halfway through i'm sorry but like it was it just screamed like ya too much like too much young adult novel like fucking twilight and and jupiter ascending vibes all day long but please finish your thoughts on it i'm sorry i I enjoyed it um don't get me wrong it definitely had some like pacing and storytelling issues and i do agree that the noise is a little distracting Mm -hmm. from like a storytelling aspect it does get to be a little much at times. But for the most mm-hmm. part, I like the mechanic and I like the way that it's used occasionally throughout the movie in creative ways. Like when the antagonist plays by uh, Mads, whatever the fuck his last name is. Melkison. Who, who elevates you. any performance he's in. Oh, uh, like... no, this movie had a great <laughs> cast. Like, I think all the actors did great. Mm. Oh, but there is something I wanted to talk about in this movie, and it's a website that I want to plug heavily, because if not for this website, this movie would have caused an absolute panic attack and PTSD meltdown in me, and that's okay. doesthedogdie.com. Oh, all right. This, I, I'm, I'm for this site. It's like one of those things like, is there an end credit scene? Does the dog die? Right. I like so this. So th- it, it's, it's a trigger warning site. So you can look up the name of a movie... And it gives you a list of triggers and whether or not this movie has them. People dying, okay. gore. But it started off as people asking, does the dog die in this movie? Uh, uh, and thankfully, I before I, I like the movie very early on shows a very cute, scruffy looking dog. And I was like, nope, I don't trust this. I'm going to look this shit up right now. And sure enough. I looked it up, and it tells you exactly what scene to skip so you miss that moment. You know, I need this website or something like it because whenever I watch a movie and there's a big hefty guy, like a big bear, nine times out of ten, they are the fucking first ones to die or they're the Mm. killer or some shit. So I need a website, Does the Bear Die? That's the (laughs) website I need, seriously. But yeah, so like I said, if if I hadn't looked that up, and that scene had come up just naturally for me. I'm gonna mm. go ahead and spoil this because I don't think it matters. But someone, so someone holds the protagonist dog underwater until it uh. drowns while uh. he's like tr- 
while Tom Holland's character is trying to swim upstream to, pre- to prevent this from happening. Great. So it has a nice drowning feel to yeah. it. Ugh. So, like I said, if I had come across that just by watching the movie, that would have, like, fucked my whole day. Yeah. So this is mostly a plug for doesthedogdie.com. But uh, overall, Doing I enjoyed the movie. Doing what the rating system doesn't. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I did. I think uh, it's a shame that it's not going to get a sequel because it left off in a place that I'm interested to see how it progresses. Um, I also think it's very funny that just like the women couldn't deal with hearing the men's thoughts, so they just left. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I don't know. It was just a weird that it, that also contributes to the weird feeling of like. There's some sort of obvious metaphor in this, and it's just beating you over the head with it. And it's like, all right, like, okay, I, I'm. I don't I'm, know. I'm it, not, it, it did. It didn't seem too overt in terms of any specific message. In terms of like but, gender interaction that it might have been trying to deliver. But I agree with you actually that the actors, uh, everyone who was involved, are actually very good actors, and. If they did tone down how bombastic the fucking mental project- projections are, I think yeah. I would have a little bit easier time easing in. But yeah, the, the the mental projections aren't what bothered me. It's the actual audio part of it that got to me. No, that points. yeah, the oh, fact okay. that it's just a repeated clip that's just like right. I don't know. It was a little too weird. But anyway, that was. But that like movie. for example, just an example of it being used well, and it's a, and it's a moment that got me to cry, was after the death of the dog she finds him like kind of slumped in the corner somewhere and he's watching a projection of his dog when it was just like chasing its tail or something. So he's Mm -hmm. just like reminiscing on its dog, but it manifests as an actual projection of it, which I thought was really Mm -hmm. cute. It's a really heartwarming scene and it made me cry. Uh, I I kind of don't want to watch it now. I I think you should. I really do. I think it's it's an interesting sci-fi romp. And it deserves Follow more it than it got. Follow up with never-ending story and watch a horse <laughs> die next. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And I think that is it in terms of what I've been watching this week. Let me double check. Okay. Uh, uh, any, any playing? Or have you been a player at all today? Literally just, ju- literally just hunt. Oh, just hunt. Okay. Other than like, that's good, uh, like other than like personal shit, my free time has either been hunt or watching movies. I'm surprised you don't bring in the D and D campaigns into the podcast. I mean, nothing. I, I I think I did mention. Did I not mention that I that I all my oh well all of my players recently witnessed a mass genocide. So that's fun. How right, that you know what? I'm not gonna be a part of these games anymore. I've decided. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, I'm running them through Out of the Abyss. Out of the Abyss is like one of the darker uh, campaign settings for like, like official campaign settings for D and D. It's and uh, yeah, they just witnessed the Demogorgon decimate an entire town. So that's fun. Ah. For those Zack of you Snyder's who don't Stranger know, Things, right? the Demogorgon is not like the one in Stranger Things. Damn it. it is the Prince of <laughs> Demons. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a. Uh, it, 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 it 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 was it was a lot, but uh, they, they championed through it. Proud and, of them. Uh, proud of them. Yeah, I mean, other than that, the only thing I've got going on is my ch- non-binary changeling character finally revealed their true identity to the rest of the party, which is great because I've been having to I've been having to pretend to be this shitty cranky elf for like six months now. 
simply because <laughs> my whole plan was to pretend to be the shitty cranky elf and the first time my character hit zero hit points like his true nature would be revealed well that took a long time right right <laughs> and in the okay. other campaign we're just breaking into the bad guy's castle but that's it well i was thinking like since we're talking about on the show you can add like something like the freak's grace buff to the party just because we're talking about them actively so in the next session we give them some sort of attack of opportunity or something and that way the 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 D &D group likes us i mean uh they get uh, i see (laughs) i see uh, the freak's inspiration that is that's right freaks and i like that though freaks inspiration i'm definitely gonna get that on a shirt i think Uh um all right what do you got bone king but what was that the dude what's up no, it just feels like a little bribery of the party. That's yes, all. that's exactly what he's going for. <laughs> and, and is this wrong? Is this, is Tell me where in the core rule book it says that I can't bribe the party with my podcast. Where does it say? You, no, you can't. Uh, it doesn't say <laughs> anywhere. No, Doctor, I'm going to need you to look that up. Anyway, so here we go. Here's my <laughs> reasons. Um, all right, so starting off easy, um, I played a little bit of The Sims 4 again. Uh I've decided to not be so true to life. I have now gone past the skills I actually know in reality and now know things that I wish I knew. So my Sims game is fun. Um, I've decided because one of my aspirations is like sleep with a ton of people. And I'm like, awesome, I could do that. So I made a ton of people. I made it. <laughs> I made a new family and they are called the Barum, the Bear Harem. Um, oh. basically all put together. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and hopefully I'll, I'll be platinuming that game soon with my new Barum. And you know what the <laughs> best part is? Apparently it's not enough. You need more than eight people. <laughs> like, so I'm like, holy shit, it's doubling up. Let's do it. Anyway. Get that um, body count up, bro. Get that body count up. It's a fucking high score, dude. Like literally like at the arcade cabinet, you just keep wiggling the fucking thing until you get a high score. Bam. Anyway. Yeah. Um, next up, so I played more D, uh, Dead by Daylight. I almost said D&D, I wish. Uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, Pin, Pinhead actually just came out, so his chapter is officially released. Uh, they removed the line where he says, you've opened the box and I came. They removed it now. Aw, So, like, God forbid anybody have any fucking fun in this game. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, okay, yeah, the joke was that he came, but, like, people still liked it because it was clips from the movie. Like, it's still his legacy and shit, but whatever, it's fine. So, um, in terms of DBD news, that game is fucking falling apart right now. The RPD map is, um, re-disabled. Re-disabled? So, re-disabled, as well as three other maps. Because they discovered that in the RPD map, there was a glitch that you can hop out of the walls and walk around to the exit gate and just leave. Nice! Just, like... It's it's such a fucking mess right now. They just need to turn everything off and have a real fucking fix it. I'm sorry, I don't know. Moving on. Um I saw uh, Marvel's What If actually. So I caught up with everything. Um I recently just saw Marvel Zombies, which I thought was you, after having Dr. Rude cuz a little while before that Dr. Rude explained to me like this is what happens in Marvel Zombies. It's it's like this. They talk and they're a little bit more or less feral you know than they actually are shown here so watching that version of it in what if was kind of interesting and i yeah i don't hate it i'm finding myself really liking what if in terms of like an animation style and writing like i love the animation style for what if it's so crisp and clean yeah love that shit 
Uh, my only problem with this episode, the Marvel Zombies episode, other than it's a it's a very tame version of the actual what it's is. It's not really, yeah, it's not a true version of uh, it, no. But is that this one seemed like the least complete story arc. Like... If it's th rushed. Yeah, this one se seems very rushed and, like, it doesn't really get to anywhere. Like, it's it's just, like, a showcase of this scenario, but it doesn't tell a complete story. Unlike the no. Agent Carter one or the Doctor Strange one, the Doctor Strange one has, like, a whole story arc that plays out. Mm -hmm. Well, the Doctor Strange one is fantastic, don't get me wrong. So but what good. I think what they're trying to do with this series is each episode is a movie genre. Like, remember the, the Black Panther episode? Right. It was a heist movie, essentially. And then over here in the zombie yeah. genre, it was a zombie movie in the sense that the ending was that yeah. they got to the escape vehicle and left. Like... It, it it's, yeah. I noticed I, you're absolutely right in the sense that it doesn't have a finality because with these characters, that's not much of a finality. Like uh, a character, a superhero in a jet, there's going to be something that happens afterward. There's no like, oh, right. maybe they live on happily. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't ring the same way as with random survivors. But I, I kind of appreciated that they did a zombie movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, and I think the only other small complaint I have there is that it doesn't like like the cliffhanger at the end or whatever doesn't leave as much to the imagination as some of the other sure. episodes have because like for example <laughs> everything's fucked yeah <laughs> yeah but like for example with the um the epi the the black panther episode hmm. like that one ends with something that lets you know oh no something huge happens after this or same thing with the what if or all of uh, all of earth's mightiest heroes were dead Mm -hmm. Like that one I, ends with a scenario where you're left with like, oh, there's a whole lot of stories still to be told. This sure, is the, and those the only great. part yeah. of this that's left is they either cure it or not. Like that's it. Like that's the only. But, but I, I feel like they don't all need it. Go ahead, the dude. I know. I guess that's no. True. I, I, no, I don't even think it's even possible that they cure it. It Why? just seems like it's an inevitability of. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, so like... By the way, though, one of my favorite things about this episode is I like how much character it added to the cloak. Yes. yes. Cloak was MVP and did way more than anyone on the team. Yes. Well, yeah, but like... Absolutely. I think it's really cool that they showcased that like even without Doctor Strange or like without, you know, anyone attached to it, the cloak of levitation still wants to be a hero. Like it's still well, it's out there. Like I know, but it's, I like that they actually gave it more character. Like in the movie, yes. in the Dr. Strange movie, it's kind of just sassy. It's like the magic carpet from Aladdin. Yes. It is the exact same character. Yes. But in this one, like it does a lot. I feel like it does a lot more like fighting. Like it has a lot more like gumption. And I, I really yeah. appreciate well, it. It has initiative. Yeah. It jumps into fights. In fu uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, do you realize we've done a lot of spoilers for yeah, this episode sorry. that I'm like, do That's I fair. blur all this out? <laughs> you can't blur out audio. <laughs> I can blur, yes, if you've listened womp, to the spoilers. Womp, 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 That's what our spoilers sound like, by the way. The, my, my spoiler filter, as I call uh -huh. it. Anyway, moving on. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really do like What If, and honestly, I hope this inspires more um, seasons of this. I feel like this is an anthology that could literally go on forever. Agreed. Um, okay, last thing on my recents. So, 
I need to talk to the dude about this. So I played. Yeah. Bye, Rude. We'll we'll see in a minute, okay? You can go take your nap real quick. Uh, But no, no. So I played a whole bunch of classic Resident Evil mods. Ooh. I played. uh, Okay. So what these are, are these are mods for Resident Evil 2 and 3. But just like the one that Dr. Rude brought up with um, with uh, Fallout, where they mix together uh, New Vegas and 3, and like yeah. put together this A combined thing. A tale of thing. two wastelands. Right, and it's its own standalone like program. That's what these mods are. You nice. don't even need to have the original game of Resident Evil 2 or 3. You could just download this mod, and it is a standalone program that has all the assets from Resident Evil 2 and 3 mixed together to create new campaigns. So Leon can go out in front of the gate of RPD and go through the streets? Well, I, uh, well, I mean, not... Because these mods are specific to, like, a specific campaign. So I played, like, Marvin's mod, and I played Before the Storm. So, like, I guess theoretically... Oh, my yes. God, you played Before the Storm? The one yes. with Kevin? But the thing is, is that it was a demo, because the actual game is not out yet. So, but the demo! Oh, my God, I guess we'll start there. So, Before the Storm is a Resident Evil 2 slash 3 mod that essentially stars Kevin as uh, as he experiences the hours leading up to the outbreak. So, yeah. I got to walk around Raccoon City during the day while everyone was totally fine and human. Yeah, this has never and I, happened. And the and Resident Evil 3 street leading to the front of the RPD is completely clean. You have an option to take a shower before and you and and if you don't you smell bad and it cuts away like potential dialogue options. Like this is huge for for a mod. Yes. You you go to Kevin's apartment. And you fucking get to see where he lives. I drank some water and it was bad water and I had indigestion for the rest of the fucking demo. Like, <laughs> there, there's little, there are decisions. Like, when we met up at the RPD, they were like, we need people to cover either the basement or the front gate. Which one do you want? And you got to pick. Which never happens. It like, it, it was, the only time I can imagine that really happening is like the, the instinct choices in Resident Evil 3. But like, this just felt so much more organic and not always based on like, Heart but you do, events. you do get little choices leading up to it, which made that big choice feel organic. And I think that's where the demo ends is the attack on the RPD. You you get one wave with the RPD and, and pretty much everything after that, then it stops. But that's just like the, the, the first chapter demo. And they said they're going to have multiple chapters. So it keeps fucking going. Anyway, really dig that one. Um, plus, oh my God, I had brand new running animations. Just brand new shit all across. The- okay. The dude. You do realize that like in Resident Evil 3, you get to see these SWAT team members of the RPD that have like the full SWAT uniform. But you never see them in game. Like they're only right. in that intro CG. They fucking created these NPC models. And they are now in the RPD, along with Elliot from 1.5, who who is no. like a, a cut character. So go ahead. I'm sorry. W- 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 you look confused. No, no. I'm confused by why you're cho- by why you're choosing to direct all this specifically to the dude, as though I haven't played Resident Evil two and three. You play okay. I okay. Then I misunderstood. I thought you only played the remakes. I didn't know you played the OGs. No, I've. Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3, I had all those games within a week of them releasing. 
Oh, okay, well then this is for you too then. I'm sorry, I thought you were mainly with the remake, so I'm like, okay, I'm whatever. He was, he felt so left out. He I kept did. that from the beginning. <laughs> but it's okay. It's it's for you too, don't worry, okay? But but not only what I'm not only did they add these SWAT team members and Elliot, they they worked in a scene where Kevin goes to Jay's bar and meets up with Elsa Walker and Jill Valentine. Elsa Walker and Jill? There's brand new fucking cutscenes of these characters interacting and it's just amazing. Um, so I really I need, like it. I, I need to play this. I need to experience yeah, I, this. These, this is literally DLC for our childhood. And the other, <laughs> the other mod that I played, by the way, that's what I was calling it the entire stream. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm getting more of my childhood. This is amazing. The other mod that I played besides Before the Storm was a mod called Marvin's Mod, which is from Aiden Watkin, uh, Watkins, which is the per I brought him up on the show before. Like he was putting out the Hunter mod and a bunch of other things. So right. With this mod, you're playing as Marvin through um, basically the hours leading up to when Leon and Claire show up. It's basically the Desperate Times campaign in, in File 2 and Outbreak, but not as shitty. Because in that one, Marvin and Rita just stay in the fucking main hall and they don't fucking move. They just sit there while you solve everything else. You play as Marvin with partner character Rita. Like, no! No! Yes! Like, oh partner character Rita comes with you and helps you clear out the RPD, opening cool. some of the doors, and then eventually making a better campaign than what Desperate Times was in Outbreak. I and what, what, what's the, the engine it's using? It's using 2 and 3 as well? It's like using 2, but it, it's its own standalone thing. So it doesn't even use the game. It just has a copy of the engine and is running it. And it, it actually runs the cutscenes from Outbreak File 2. Like, oh, that's dope, to, to be the transitions. And even at the end when you escape and stuff and the ending of that campaign, it works Kevin into the cutscene. They put Kevin from Into the Storm into this mod so that he oh, works in with the cutscene. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's dope. I, hope Capcom, I hope Capcom hires them. I I really think... the Fuck Capcom. They can make their own game by this point. I'm, I'm already on their fucking side here. Like... There's brand new content here. They, they've they now changed it to where there's Dobermans in this game now. I mean, no, I'm sorry, German Shepherds. There's always Dobermans, but now there's German Shepherds too. So there's all sorts of shit. I, I got really excited because it's like, Can you this pet is the family. Doberman? I mean, <laughs> yes. Can you pet the German Shepherd? Yes. There you go. Game of the year. In, in Into the Storm, you can pet the, the Shepherd before he turns into a zombie. Yes. Game so, of the year. It's, it's, it's incredible. Oh, my God. Last thing about the mods, and I'll stop with the mods, but this is it. They actually put the knife as your key uh, personal item on the top right uh -huh. and made it equipable, which solves any problem with having the knife in your inventory ever because you always have the knife now. Right. Blah, blah. I don't know. Great shit. Great shit. But anyway, you can tell they play Code Veronica. <laughs> you, can, you can tell they played all of them, dude. There's a lot of good shit here. And the knife... Oh, they actually made the knife way better. Because in Resident Evil 2, it's just a hologram. And you hit him with the handle when you slap him in the face. Mm. But, like, it's amazing. I highly recommend it if you want... If you need access to it, um, you guys, I can maybe get you something. I am a Patreon after all. But, uh, you know, that's just neither here nor there. That is the end of my recent. Thank Support you so much. Support your Patreon content creators. 
Uh, actually, really quick, yes. I did want to mention something about the the what if episode real quick. Uh, that's sure. the first time Uncle Ben is mentioned in the MCU. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of sh- like sudden to see Spider-Man come in. I was like, oh, oh yeah, he is part of this shit. And it's uh, <laughs> it's not voiced by Tom Holland. And I mentioned this before, but we've got confirmation that the reason they couldn't get Tom Holland to voice it is because this is a solely Disney property. Because the way the licensing works, Sony only has licensing for Spider-Man movies. Right. Marvel, and by extension Disney, has sole licensing over animation and merchandising. So they couldn't use Tom Holland to voice this because Sony wouldn't lend him out. But as a result, they were able to mention uh, Uncle Ben. So, you know. Well, it's just interesting because it's like, yeah, they couldn't use Tom Holland, but boy, did they get a sound alike. Oh, he yeah, he, sound, he sounds close. really close. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is it for that, – that's the last thing I want to say. I do have a decent chunk of news. Can I get into it? I don't um, have any news. Go forth. I've got two news, and I can burn through it really okay, fast. Okay, go for it. All right, really quick. One of them was already brought up, was the fact that we did our Resident Evil Code Veronica episode, The Case Of, and I guess I won. You know, soft locks are bad. That's what it is. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> And then the last bit of news that I have, which is actually news to Dr. Rude. Um, I don't I don't know if this is a spoiler to you or not, because I really don't think it is. It's casting. But um, in the new Spider-Man game, the voice of Venom is the original actor for fucking Candyman. What? Dude, yeah. I'm sorry that I can't remember his name right now because I'm terrible with names, but he has such a great voice. It's perfect. Tony <laughs> like, Todd. Thank you, Tony, Tony Todd. Todd. He is the voice actor for Venom in this game. That's amazing. That's such That's good casting. Very good pick. Oh, I love that. That's dope as fuck. Kind of gives me hope that he's dipping his toes into video games. Then we can get Candyman and Dead by Daylight, please. Because that would be uh, <laughs> a nice little jump. But, you know, you know, we'll stick with this for now. I'll take Venom. This is good. Have you watched the Candyman movie yet? I haven't gotten to see it yet. No. I've got nobody to watch it with. Oh, we should all watch it. Let's do it. We should. I just see clips, and his voice is so good. I want to see it already. Yeah. Uh, Wait. I'm talking about the remake. Are you talking about the reboot? I'm talking about the original. I mean, uh, oh. the, the original? I didn't even you see the original yet. I've just seen oh. clips, and it looks awesome. Like, oh. that's it. <laughs> oh, no. We're, do- oh, we're we doing that. Oh, we changed that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing we, we that. We need to change that. I'm, I'm all for doing it. I'm, I miss a lot of things, okay? I see a lot of clips on clip shows, and that's it. So. <laughs> all right. No. Um, so I'm just going to burn through some of my shit real quick. Uh, the Mad Max spinoff, the Furiosa movie got pushed off to 2024. Bummer. I didn't even know it was still a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anya Taylor Joy is playing Furiosa. I wait. It's a prequel. What happened to, oh, it's like her when she's young. So there's no Mad Max. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why not just continue it after Furiosa's character? Like in Mad Max Fury Road. Because they wanted to tell her story of how she got to where she was, man. Like, she's get, clearly I, it's, been it's through some shit, weird. man. And she's missing an arm. No. Like, there's a whole thing. <laughs> sure. I just find it, it's it's just part of this pattern to where it's like, it's too hard to sequel, so we'll we'll prequel. Which right. is fine, I guess. Doesn't bother me any. Um, Halloween Kills will now come out both on streaming and on, uh, on theaters same day. That wasn't the original plan, cool. but that's been... But now that is going to become, it's going to come out on Peacock. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Fun. Thanks, Delta. <laughs> yep. Uh, we got a lot of content for the Matrix Resurrection. Yeah, we have a trailer. I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm not going to I see it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I will say, <laughs> um, it's one of my favorite <sighs> teaser posters I have ever seen. I'm a really big fan of simple, efficient poster design. And the, oh, minimalism, yeah. And the, yeah, but and the poster for Matrix Resurrection is just all white with the red pill and the blue pill in the center. Someone turned that into loss, by the way. Mm. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's effective. It uh, it, it works. It's a great poster. Um, there's a rumor that the Peacemaker show will be the first appearance of Bane in the DCEU. Bane? Supposedly. Shit. Because um, the, the Nolan movies don't count then, right? Cause... No. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's they're, not DCEU. They're their own thing. Yeah. DCEU okay, would be like... Batfleck. Ben Affleck's Batman. That's... Okay, so like current DC Universe. Okay, yeah. I'm like... We, because when you say that, I'm like, we've seen a film Bane before, but yeah, not but that wasn't part of DC. Got it. Okay. Uh, that said, James Gunn said that that's not the case, but you know we can't. Yeah, like we, like we should believe. We him. can't trust anybody. So, <laughs> uh, like, you can't trust a man with a gun in his name. Oh man. <laughs> um, we also got some of the first like uh, set videos. For uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. I, okay, I, we're having another Transformers. I talked movie? about this briefly. Yeah, there's a movie coming out that's going to introduce like the Beast Wars style Transformers. Cool. Like we're going to get Optimus like Primal Wars. and all that shit. Honestly, after Bumblebee, I'm I, I'm I'm tentatively excited for it. If they keep that kind of production mentality going forward, uh then I, I'm here for it. And based the, the problem, though, I'm, I'm sorry, with Bumblebee, <clears throat> the problem with that, though, is that that movie, everyone expected it to be shit, so it, it didn't have a lot of pressure to be something else, so it just was good on its own. So I wonder if that's going to be the same thing for this. There might be a lot of well, expectation on it. One thing I do like, and one of my things that I liked about Bumblebee, was that they let the Transformers look like Transformers, not like yes. crumpled pieces of aluminum foil. Or quantum mechanisms. Yeah, that just or exactly. And, yeah. And so the, <laughs> the video that we got is of Optimus Prime driving down the highway. And he looks mm. like Optimus Prime. It's a flat nosed Peterbilt truck. It looks like the classic Optimus Prime, which excites me. I'm here for it. Cool. I like it. Um, I've got two more pieces of news. Uh, one is Warner Brothers UK. Recently tweeted a happy birthday to Idris Elba while simultaneously calling him Deadshot. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> that's just awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. And now for what is the biggest piece of news for me. If you ask any Spider-Man fan what's the worst storyline in Spider-Man comics, most of them are going to say Brand day. New Day. Or One More Day, what the fuck it's called. Sorry, uh, that's not the case for me. 
Hmm. My least, I think, the, in my opinion, the worst thing Marvel's ever done to Spider-Man is a story arc called Sin's Past. Wherein okay. it's revealed that Gwen Stacy had an affair with Norman with Norman Osborn. And she he, burst... Are there spoilers that I have to, like, I pay will, attention to? I will gladly... No one should read this. Nobody. Okay. I, no. <laughs> Nobody should read this. This was nothing... Yeah, George... George, he's right. This was no nothing more than a character assassination on Gwen Stacy. And I'm convinced the sole reason was because at the time, the fandom was still divided about who the spider waifu was, Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. And they wanted to kill any love left for, for Gwen Stacy. Wasn't that a Caseta call when he was editor-in-chief? Wasn't that his I thing? I think so. He hated Gwen. But... Thanks to some leaked scans of an upcoming uh, issue of uh, of Spider-Man, we know that they're retconning Sin's past. Yeah, wow. they're I mean, getting rid of it. Oh yeah, because Spider-Man, they don't do this a lot. That was loud. Uh, I'm, whatever, man. But like, they're <laughs> He's very enthusiastic. Base work because the current storyline is is uh, very Goblin heavy because it focuses a lot on Harry Osborn. Um, and him, uh, Mysterio, and Chameleon are somehow responsible for the bamboozle that was since past. And from what it's turning out to be, it might not have been Gwen Stacy at all. Oh, okay. So now Spider-Man could actually find his spider wife, who Gwen Stacy, be like, Gwen, no, I she's definitely found dead. You. Now let me put my spider eggs in you. She's. <laughs> Oh. Uh, no, she's definitely dead, but at least this will oh, this will well, be this will this will be a chance to like, I don't know, like not like bring some uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, dignity. Bring some dignity back to like a beloved Spider-Man character that was like mm. actively ruined by this one particular storyline. So I feel like I'm Gwen Stacy gets it pretty bad as like as well as Peter, obviously, but like. In Amazing Spider-Man to see the web outstretched hand yeah. and shit. Like, she's not had a lot of good scenes. Well, I, I, I mean, but the, the love for Gwen Stacy is clearly there. I mean, that's how we got Spider-Gwen. Mm. Like, Spider, the whole Spider-Gwen is birthed from the love of Gwen Stacy. And she's not even arguably, she is definitely the most beloved character to come out of the Spider-Verse comics. So much so that she made it as a main character in the Spider-Verse movie. So, like, yeah. the love yeah. for Gwen Stacy is there. So I'm very happy that Marvel has finally worked a way to, like, cut that story out of her canon. The love the love for her has finally got right up there next to Spider-Pig. I'm glad we can, <laughs> we can get hey, that. Hey, man, that's huge, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, I know. It's, true. it's just funny to put them side by side. But, yeah, that <laughs> is it for my news. <clears throat> It's a meaty bit of news. Yeah. Got a chonker of an episode over here. All right. So when we return, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break first. But when we return, we're going to go ahead and talk about the uh, Sony PlayStation Showcase for 2021. So really, our news segment just continues. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Basically. Yeah. We basically. held off. And now you'll get our full power. I just wonder if we could ever have a what if we all had a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, this is Cody from the Robots Don't Age podcast, and you're listening to Fan Freaks. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter. And welcome back, everyone. How y'all doing? Hope you missed us, because we missed you. 
And uh, you know what we didn't miss? The Sony Showcase. That's Though right. I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a segue. Good shit. A segue. I do my best. My segue. Um, but yeah, no, so uh, we all saw it. Um, I missed the first first thing, so you guys will have to describe it to me. But I saw the majority of the show. <laughs> that's It's going to be an easy description. It's a, it's a fucking helmet. Uh. No, oh, yeah. That's just... <laughs> I don't... And it's a helmet I've never seen before. It's Revan's helmet. Whatever. I don't remember it in part one. No, no. That's, that's, well, the it's... screenshot that I've seen that's been passed around is Revan. Yeah. So I know Revan shows up at some point. It's, it's Revan's helmet for it, sure. I it's yeah it's it's just a it's just a little teaser nothing announcing Kotar is being remade. So really quick, mm-hmm. just what this event was. This event was just Sony yes. doing some self master uh, masturbation real quick and showcasing mm-hmm. their upcoming releases. Um, a lot of which are going to be, you know, we're getting now into the part where like some of these games are PS5 only. Which yeah. is right. stressful. And some of these ports are PS5 only. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. <laughs> also, well, we didn't talk about this in the news, but Sony also recently announced that free PS5 upgrades are going the way of the Dodo. And now okay. and now games that have PS5 upgrades will cost $10 to upgrade to the PS5 version. Uh, sure, why not? In my opinion, like Sony pr- this doesn't doing anti-consumer shit. This doesn't yeah. bother me. If PS5s were readily available, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Like if it, if it was the case that like PS5, like anybody could get a PS5 if they wanted to, then sure, make the upgrade cost money. But the fact that some people cannot get a PS5 and therefore cannot play some of these games that have upgrades, it's shitty to punish them for having to get the PS4 version first. Yeah, garbage. No, I agree. But nonetheless, let's get into some Sony dick sucking. Uh, <laughs> I know we're shit talking. It's it's gonna be a shit sandwich where it's like shit, yeah. love, and then shit at the end. So yeah, it did start with a Couture teaser trailer. Uh, Knights of what the is o- Couture? Knights yeah. of the Old Republic, a beloved Bioware Star Wars entry. Uh, it's generally considered one of the best Star Wars games that have ever come out. Um, if you talk to any Star Wars fan that joined, the, that got into Star Wars before any of the Disney movies, they will tell you about this game yes. for free. Uh, yeah, like, 100%. they love this game. Um, yeah, this is, <laughs> I'd, I'd argue this is one of the most sacred cows. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, this and, and Jedi Outcast is the ones I hear the most about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And much yeah. like the dude, I also hope that they hang on to the turn-based... Um, Combat mechanics. Uh, I, I the D and D. We just talked about it. Yeah. The whole game is essentially D and D. Basically, yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that uh, it's it's exciting. Um. We didn't see an ounce. Of no, game. not an ounce of gameplay. It, it's literally just like I think it's like a thirty second clip where you hear some character voice audio. I just, I'm sorry to make a face, everyone, but um, what if they do a Final Fantasy VII remake? What if they just rip that gameplay <sighs> straight out and it just becomes an action platformer and it's just, it's, look, but I just, that, you will But know. see, that won't bother I, I, I me. I think it'll be nice. Like, don't okay, me wrong, I, that's fair. I'll be upset to, like, but, like, I, Star Wars lends itself towards, like, action combat. So, like, that doesn't bother me. Sure. It's just, it'd be but cool that they kept the- KOTOR so- but that's what makes no. Couture so special, no, you know? No, no, the combat is not what makes Couture special. No. 
Okay. The RPG the and the story does. is what makes Katora special. As long mm, as they don't okay. fuck with that, we're okay. Uh, but then, fair. It got right into Noir Automata Eve. I mean, no, Project Eve. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is not a near project, in case anyone was wondering. Which uh, is it does look similar. Weird. No, it it's it's more than looks similar. Like you have no. a little robot companion. The combat looks super it's, similar. What? You're missing one key detail. Oh, what's one that? Key detail. What is that? It has colors. <laughs> it's almost like having a muted color palette on purpose or something, but whatever. Um, the main character doesn't have white hair, which is oh, a very signifying thing in every Nier game. Duh. That's the one staple. That's how you know it's a Nier game. But uh, yeah, no, it is fucking close. And they have Bayonetta enemies, so that's fine. Basically, yeah. Um, I, I'll probably play it eventually. Not only that, I do get a Bayonetta vibe from our main little character. A little bit. Which I'm assuming is Eve, because they do call yes. her Eve. Was I the only person who was expecting to see a Ninja Theory logo at the bottom? Because it felt a very, little bit, like, yeah. dead or alive. I, I, was a, I, I was expecting fucking Platinum. Mm. Yeah, Platinum or Ninja Theory. One or the other would have easily done this. But no, it's a brand new fucking studio. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, it's a game I'll probably eventually new. play. It's on a day one buy purchase for me. Uh, oh, by the way, for both Couture and Project Eve, we have no release date for. Yeah, sometime uh, in the future. <laughs> don't, don't, don't expect any finality when we give you dates. That's right. Uh, during during the rest of the show. So Sony and the uh, this could have been an email press conference. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, uh, after Project Eve, we had Tiny Tina I, Wonderland, which I think you should talk the most about this because it's. Uh, Gearbox and it's D and D and it's very borderline. The trailer was very disappointing for me. Oh, it was. And I'm gonna explain why. So, for those of you who don't know, this is based off of a, I think it's Borderlands Two. It's a Borderlands Two DLC. Borderlands Two DLC, yes. So in the Borderlands Two DLC, it obviously plays like Borderlands Two, so that makes mm -hmm. sense. But as they were making this a standalone game. I was kind of hoping it was going to diverge from that a little bit. I was hoping the gun loot would be wouldn't be a thing, and I was hoping mm -hmm. that like you'd have one character that you customize, kind of like you do to a D and D character. Right. But no, the, from the looks of the trailer, this is just Borderlands Fantasy Edition. It's still got all I the think... looter shooter mechanics. Uh, mm. Oh. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still gonna play it. Uh, Mischievous and I are fans are fans of Borderlands gameplay, and we both like D and D. So you combine that and something that we can play together, we're gonna play it. But I'm a little disappointing, disappointed that it's not that well, it, it it's just another. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another Borderlands game. Um, I think what you need here is something like the Yakuza team, where they they tested out this RPG thing just on the side, and they were like, this is feasible, and they just fucking yeah. went with it. Yeah. And I think that's what you want. I mean, again, yeah. it's still possible that there are more RPG elements that just can't be seen from the trailer. You get me? It's, sure, it's sure. possible. But it's not on the full front. Like, right. They're uh, still showing gun gameplay. Yeah, right? exactly. It's the, at the, at the, it, it, like One of the things in the trailer is guns. Lots of guns. Nah. Yeah. Which is Borderlands' whole looter shooter thing. I, I I did see two giant D20s though. Yeah, maybe you could shoot those. <laughs> I would. 
I will honestly be thoroughly surprised if there is not a gun that shoots dice. Oh, God. The D20 shooter? I guarantee it's there. I'm surprised it doesn't exist in real life. <laughs> like, someone actually has it or something. Uh, no. uh, but what was next? After that, we got Force uh, spoken. spoken. Oh, really quick. Sorry. For Tiny Tina, uh, Tiny Yo. Tina's Wonderland. Fuck. Release date of March 25th, 2022. Okay. So now soon. I need to talk about Forspoken. Forspoken. Go for it. Talk about for George. <laughs> okay. So I saw this trailer, right? And I was like, okay, you know, it's a lot of hammy comedy stuff in the beginning. But as I'm seeing this, it's, it's basically a, a, a young girl who's taken out of the future and then put into this new world that we really don't know anything about going in, but there's magic, and there's a thingy on her arm that talks to her and provides this magic. This is a setup we've seen in a lot of video games, like where it's like, oh, the main character got whisked away into anime world and he's the chosen one or whatever. But what I like about this game is the fucking movement. Like, it has, um, like double jumps and the way that the fucking magic system rolls out with these rocks on your hand. I'm really digging the third person action um, of this game. It feels like an open world DMC at five. Unreal five is fuck. What? Oh yeah. Unreal it five it looked like an, nice. it looked like an unreal five, like demo reel is really what it looked like to me. Uh, but like an actual game, like one of those ones that you'd be like, Oh, that looks interesting. We'll never see anything of yeah. it, but now we actually will. So I really dig it. I like the powers available. So Something that I noticed and kind of put me off is the audio in the game. Like the voice audio. And so it sounds like somebody, like it, it sounds like TV show audio that was then clipped and used for a game. Like something about it sounds weird compared to I think to I like, can answer that. Okay, go for it. I think I can answer that because this was a sizzle reel for the showcase that that was the editor taking lines from other areas of gameplay and fashioning them into a cutscene that didn't use that dialogue. I guess. But so they're like repurposing things that had background. But the, no, but I'm all, I'm also I agree that that's part of it, but but it also sat like the there's an audio quality. And I'm not saying it's bad audio quality, but there is a quality to the voice acting that sounds off to me. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if I can agree with you just because you're on this show. And, you know, with our audio quality, how can you even have a frame of... <laughs> I don't know, man. I've gotten better with audio now that I know what shit audio sounds like. So. Uh, Forspoken oh, is set brutal. to come out in spring of 2022. So not too yes. far off. Look forward to it. Uh, next up so is Rainbow Six Extraction. Wait, 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 wait. Can Did I you have anything to say oh, about yeah, Forspoken? I'm sorry. Well no, no, no. I want to talk about Rainbow Six. Okay. Oh. So yeah, Rainbow fine, Six Extraction you. is next on the list. Go ahead, dude. So Ubisoft didn't want to make a new Rainbow Six. They just reused the assets and said, let's make it PvE where you just fight shitty aliens. Yeah. That's basically what Extraction is. Mm. I don't think it looks good. Nope. I imagine it's going to bomb. Yep. I don't think the Rainbow Six Siege people are going to move to this game where Siege was 4v4 and this is literally just you and your friends using the mechanics of Siege to fight shitty goop aliens. Yeah. And they, they're trying really hard 
pushing the color yellow on all your gear and mm. making it like the the branding yeah. of the group that's fighting the aliens. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Ubisoft. What happened to Rainbow Six? I don't know. Uh, I, it's safe to say I think people are just going to stick to Siege. This looks dead away. This looks dead on arrival. I'm sorry. I, I uh, agree, actually. I'm sorry, because it's like I was watching this with the Czar. Hi, Czar, um, if you're listening. Um, but we were watching it, and I remember seeing it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. These are the most uninspiring designs I've ever seen. Like, the main characters look like they're wearing sports gear with the neon yellow and the white lining. I'm like, what is this fucking, like... A licensed like a uh, fucking sponsorship for this fucking group that's fighting aliens yeah. that look like the fucking most standard ass aliens you'd see that even looked like the ones in Shadow the Hedgehog looks better like come on guys yeah it look I'm yeah, sorry 100%. it looks generic as fuck this does it's not look like a triple A title yeah yeah that's a good point it doesn't look like a triple A this looks like uh, some fucking B studio that uh, Ubisoft is just publishing yeah. out of. Or a throwaway DLC that's getting pushed more than it actually is. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. so Reverse. Got it. Uh, ah, this there com- you go. This comes out January 2022. Um, honestly, who gives I a fuck? I think you meant to say Resistance, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. True. Whatever. They're both the same. Uh, this one, this is a Bone King title. Next one, uh, yeah. Alan Wake Remastered. Okay, so I got... I got to get my box out. Hold up. Oh, um, okay. Here's my soapbox. I need popcorn. I do not see the point. Well, you know what? Because that's incorrect. Because not everyone has a PC like me. But what I don't see this this about is like, Alan Wake HD has been feasible for a long time now. Like, I could play uh-huh. Alan Wake on my PC at HD, 60 frames, like, this whole entire time. And now it's being fucking released for PS5 and it's just a re-release. When people, we don't even know if American Nightmare is going to be a part of it, which was a DLC thing that was a side game. Would be nice if they threw that in there. Or, or any of the two DLCs. Hopefully they have the two DLCs, the writer and the whatever, which were a part of it. But look, my whole thing is, is that they are retouching the whole game. And, like, adding a new lighting system, adding new character models, and that's fine. Don't get me wrong. Like, if I want the original shit, I can go back to the original shit. But you know what I want more than Alan Wake again for PS5? Alan Wake 2. I I would like to move on to the next thing. I feel like we spent so much time with Alan Wake 1, and now we're just releasing Alan Wake 1 again. It's just kind of like... Okay, but when did Alan Wake first come out? 360. The first one? 360. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like 2008. So, okay. seven, you're maybe. talking about a game that came out 15 years ago? Sure. Yeah, why do you think they're just going to randomly come out with a sequel? What do you think this remastered is for? To this, build up for a sequel is what you're saying. Yes, this remastered, like, that's what a lot of... Ga- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It came out May 2010, so this is an 11-year-old okay. 11-year-old game. game. Sorry. Uh, still... My point is, that's what a lot of these game companies have been doing with these remasters, is they put them out there to see, it's, it's a litmus test. They're trying to see what kind of interest there is in this franchise before they put all the resources into making a whole new game. So by releasing I, this remastered, you do two things. A, you see if the fans come back for it. And B, you see if you can introduce it to the current generation of gamers. 
I know, Resident Evil did the same thing when they fucking released Remake on the Switch and along with Zero and they were testing the waters. I get it. This is a PlayStation showcase event. Sure. I just do not think it needed to be on the same thing as, oh, this is a thing we're revealing. This is just a nice thing, as you're saying, to help build up for Alan Wake 2. But that's this the not, point. Not only that, like but two. that's the point. They put it in the showcase to see what kind of hype it generates online. All it, not only okay. that. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. This is the first time Alan Wake's ever been on a PlayStation. That's true. For people mm. that have been like, yeah, this is. I think it's Alan Wake never, is on PS3. Isn't they it? literally say it in no. the trailer for the first time on PlayStation. Yeah, oh. because because Microsoft had strong ties with mm -hmm. it, and I believe there was a a clause where they had a a limit to it. This was all Remedy, and Remedy was like, okay, we're not doing anything with Control. You know, that was their most recent game. PlayStation was like, oh, let's put some money into it. Can you remaster it and give us something else? Okay. Because Remedy used to be very much with Xbox. Like, Remedy's been all on Xbox. Look, guys, I, I guess what I mean to say is that, like, I don't personally w need Alan Wake again. Like, I get it. It's to, to build up for another thing. And I'll be, I guess, excited for Alan Wake 2. But this was just kind of more of a disappointment when I'm like, oh, shit, it's the same Alan Wake. Okay, cool. As someone and who's never been able to play Alan Wake, I'm super excited. Sure, but, like, I don't know. It just feels like oh. a lot of attention and time. Because they uh, didn't just port it, you know what I mean? They redid the whole game's lighting, the models, everything. And this is one of the more what? recent uh, releases. This one comes out October 5th, 2021. So in a little under a month. Right. I just wanted to point out, uh, George is technically half right. Alan Wake originally was going to be on the PS3, but it was dropped because of a, a big technological effort, end quote. It became exclusive for Xbox 360, Obviously, later on, a PC port. So, no, he wasn't technically right, right at all. It never came out on PlayStation. <laughs> no, but the, the early marketing was sure. for PlayStation 3, so he might have been confused. Uh, Either way, I'm just saying the amount of effort and time it takes to redo, like, reconstruct Alan Wake from the models, the lighting, everything, to just maybe porting Alan Wake and then working on 2, it feels like there's more effort in the stuff that they can confirm will sell. You know what I mean? Like, Alan Wake sold, so I'm going to remake Alan Wake, and that'll sell good. Look, I'm not saying I know what they're doing. But I don't know. I'm just saying I was disappointed Here's by the scenario. other thing, too, though. So let's say you make Alan Wake 2 for all platforms. Right. The fuck? I've never played Alan Wake 1. I've never had... An, I, 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 how, how the fuck am I going to know what's going on? This is how Look, you introduce your your, your no, no, fan you're, base. No, no, I think you're misunderstanding my my area of conflict. It's not that Alan Wake is going to be remade. That's right. fine. It's the fact that they wasted this showcase spot for a port that's literally just going to lead up for two. You know what I mean? It's a game that comes like, out. I'd argue they didn't like, have anything. Else. I guess. <laughs> the, I guess. All I know is that I would like to see Alan Wake two already. We need to move on to the next game already. Again, but see, you you keep saying that your problem is the slot it holds in this showcase, but then you keep talking about Alan Wake 2, and my point is, I'm glad we're not getting Alan Wake 2 when a whole platform has never even seen Alec Wake, Alan Wake 1. I mean, I, I, 
Again, though, I'm not saying you couldn't have a port of Alan Wake 1 be available. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, just put Alan Wake 2, people will understand. It's put Alan Wake 2 and then have the first one available for download. Mm. How is this difficult? Like, it's it's the fact that they choose to push the original, all, everything on the original, and then leave two in the shadows for now. Instead of saying, two is in the works, here's one to gauge interest and see how it sells. No, it, it's just easier to just say one is, and then two is a mystery. Because... Whatever, we, it's just jerking me off. I'm done. Right. Next game, please. Oh, I, I don't think any of Next. us care. Grand Theft Auto V, port for the PS5. Moving on. I'm, one, I'm one, absolutely I just, shocked. I, uh, that we're getting it again. Yep. I just uh, want to say that, one did I, did I thing. Good? Yep. Next up on okay, the list is Ghostwire Tokyo. No, no. I just, I just. So want... I might be the odd man out on this one. So let go ahead and say your pieces. I guess. I just want to say one thing. I'm sorry about GTA Five. It looks like they're adding story. That's about okay. it. I don't know if it's true or not, but all right. I just, I can we get Grand Theft Auto Six Vice City, please? That's all I care about. Yeah. I'd be hundred percent down for that, uh, but yeah, like I, I like I said, I, I could not give less of a fuck about more GTA Five content. Like I'm, I don't care. It's and just I get, hard. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, anyway, no, 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 the next game, Ghostwire Tokyo. I think we all have like mixed feelings on this game. So I was watching this trailer, and I'm gonna admit I know nothing about this game. It. Ugh. It looks like one of these indie games that had too many, like, like at, on the drawing board, they had too many concepts and went with all of them. Okay. <laughs> it is a little busy, sure. It, it looks, it, it, but it looks more than busy to me. It looks noisy. It looks, unfocused. yeah, it looks unfocused. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everything from like the Slender Man type uh, villains to what exactly your power set is, like all of that, all looked very strange to me. It looked, you know, it looked like it used assets from different games <laughs> and put it together into one game. That's a good point. Fuck. I don't agree with that, but I mean, okay. hey, you could see how you look at it, I guess. So, what, what, what did you see in the trailer that excited you? I mean, I have a feeling I should be last because I'm the only one who actually liked it. So, I mean, dude. Uh, no, I I personally... Look, I love Shinji Mikami. I fucking adore the, the dev, even though I vehemently disagree that Resident Evil should have ended at two, uh, <laughs> which is his point of view. But I did like the Evil Within games. I'm one of the only ones, uh, aside from Dr. Root, who hasn't played them yet. But... George hated them, hated the first one, liked the second. Yeah, there you go. And I, li- I liked both, but this one doesn't have really any... It doesn't feel like it's Shinji's wheelhouse in terms of horror. It feels very action-y, and I don't know if it's going to be good in that way. I feel... Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a new IP, and it's the Resident Evil 4 of this gen, but I, I don't know. I don't... I'm not enthused, but I'm most likely am going to buy it simply because of who it is. Because if it was Hideo or Shinji, I'm buying it just just because. All Even right. though I didn't buy Death, Str- Death Stranding. 
I still need to fucking play that game. Jesus Christ. Do you? Do I do. You? I or do. Because you know, he worked fucking you... hard to get that game and make it. So you know what? So I you, do. You you could just walk outside your house. And you <laughs> you <laughs> could just be happy. You could just be free and be... But it's not going to happen now, is it? Um, but no, uh, my, my take on Ghost, uh, Ghost Tokyo, uh, Ghostwire, Ghostwire, Ghost 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 thank you, uh, Ghostwire, okay, so, just off the bat, I never, ever anticipated this to be a survival horror or a horror game at all, it's just got a lot of, like, horror themes in terms of, like, art design, sure. because, um, a lot of the enemies and a lot of the strangeness that I think Dr. Rue was picking up on, these are all yokai, like, these are all fucking Japanese folklore. I yeah. recognize the slip-mouth-faced woman. There's the fucking uh, giant skeleton. There's a whole bunch of random things that are part of Japanese culture, and that's the kind of enemies that are coming about. And I get the Slenderman comparison. A you pale guy in a suit, you're going to think Slenderman. I get that. But Faceless I think pale guy in a suit. Be, but I think, it's, I think it's trying to be another folklore, and it's not aware that it's so close to it. But it is very close to it. And in terms of the, the gameplay and your powers, it's obviously some sort of distortion power. And the way that I viewed it was kind of like a Doom game, where it's like a lot of over-sensory, there's a lot of colors, and you're kind of first-person shooting through all of these really, like, graphic environments. I didn't take this as a horror game at all. Instead, like, a very thriller-esque monster hunter first-person shooter. Not Monster Hunter, the game series, Jesus Christ. Uh, hunting Monsters... <laughs> And first person and whatnot. So, and I think the art style is drop dead gorgeous. I don't mm. know if I'm just biased because I love fucking uh, Japanese horror stuff. And it just, I like the way it looks. I don't see where everyone's seeing this. Like, if it was taken from another, like, asset, where was it taken from? Where does it look like it's taken from? Well, it, it, that, so my, so first off, I'm going to say right off the bat, I don't like neon punk. Uh, neon punk aesthetic is not for well, me. Well, this is very neon, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't, like, I don't... Merging something old with a futuristic aesthetic isn't an automatic win for me. So merging sure. Japanese mythology with a neon punk aesthetic doesn't do it for me. It looks okay, again, out though, of place. Sure, but we, we are seeing screens of the game, of course. Like we, if yes. you, Maybe the game might actually handle it better. Yeah, Who knows? Look, man, I'm not saying that this game is like an affront to humanity and should never... like. No, I'm just saying the trailer did not interest me. Um, I think Let's the listener... be honest. Go ahead. The only, the only game we're talking about that is Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only game that shouldn't yeah. exist. Like, all my shit about <laughs> Alan Wake not deserving the spot, no... Mm. <laughs> fucking Rainbow Six is like, did you even show up? I don't... I don't, anyway. I don't think GTA deserve a spot either. But anyway. No, uh, I agree with that too, actually. But yeah, um, but yeah so no, like, I actually am interested in Ghostwire. I will probably <laughs> let the ba dude lend it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get it on PC and get it fucking 60 frames. Goddamn gorgeous. It's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it, it's, 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 it, it, maybe it's just not for me, which is fine. But that comes out in spring of 2022, so also not that far off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what's up next? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, God, if you thought I was unenthused about Volume 2. <laughs> for something that comes out in a month, or a little over a month, I hadn't really heard anything about this game, which is wild to me. Really? You, you did uh, at the E3 conference. I, I, I must yeah, have we, I talked. Oh, we talked no, I it. do remember that. You're right. Um, 
Yeah, we we covered it because it didn't show an ounce of gameplay. We that's right. That's it. right. So there's one thing Here we, that excites me. What's the one thing? ship combat? Oh, I I the the, the ship combat looks nice, and if it can like organically merge the ship combat with whatever the third person shooter elements are, that's a plus for me. I like that. Uh, the one thing I do want to make note of is allegedly, according to the devs, you can only play as Peter yeah, Quill. Yeah, which is fine. Th- I mean, I, wasted opportunity, but I mean, sure. I kind of wanted to be Rocket. <laughs> Fuck it. I get you've it. Four, you've got fucking four beautifully like temple templates for <laughs> like playable characters here. Why would you not? Temple, because yes, Peter Quill is the easiest self-insert. That's lazy. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. Like and and okay, how do you okay? How do you guys feel about Marvel comedy the game? I mean, okay. <laughs> Watching the tra- you know that that thing that everyone talked about how there was oh there's so much humor there's a lot of humor it's it's a it's from the guy that made it um Whedon. Joss Whedon. He has like a Whedon. very particular style of comedy and the way that he writes it and it came from Buffy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whedon, yeah. Yeah, where it shows up in a lot of Marvel movies where it's like, oh, awkward banter. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's not really what we're supposed to say. Stop that. Like, it's little comedy bits. Like, I get it. They're supposed to be funny, mm-hmm. but, all like, they just don't work on me, like, at all. Okay. And every attempt that they've shown to Peter to be, like, likable has just fell f- so flat for me. And I'm just like, all right, just give me the option to skip cutscenes, and we're good. And I don't even need to pay attention to that shit. And we just play the gameplay. But that's just me. I'm actually just really surprised Edos is doing the game. Yeah. They, they take a break from Tomb Raider and they're doing this game. But Square is the publisher and I'm scared of Square. Uh, yep. Uh, I think the yeah, game... Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I think the game looks nice. Uh, visually, it seems to be, you know, it, it it's up to snuff. Uh, like I said... I'll... Go ahead. I'll wait till it's on sale. Yeah, probably. Like this is not a day one purchase for me either. Uh, but nonetheless, it nothing in the trailer like scared me off the game. You get me? Well, right. the stunt I, doubles look great. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I was gonna say I do like that. It's clearly not the MCU Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's very comic. Yeah, they, they looked at Rocket and they were like, "What can we do to separate this design?" And they just gave him a little braid well, in his beard. That's the <laughs> most MCU of them, is because he sounds a little bit like uh, like Bradley, Bradley Cooper's Cooper. Rocket. Yeah, he does. But he I really get does. why that's the case. But like Peter well, Quill doesn't so sound does any- everyone else. No, dude. Yeah, he does. Peter he Quill sounds like he's trying to be Chris Pratt. I heavily disagree. I think they specifically directed him to not be Chris Pratt. I, I, I get the fucking humor that I see in these movies, like, up to the oomph degree in this, so I don't know. Yeah, I, but I feel it's not, like it's the writing isn't the only thing that makes Chris Pratt sound like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt has very specific way of delivering lines, and this voice actor does mean, not like, do that. And yeah, the I guess character, I mean, like, character. And the model it. doesn't look anything like Chris Pratt. No, not the model. I'm just getting his, his actions and being silly. And st- I just... I, we also got... We're also getting, like, a comic book accurate Gamora... With, like, the, mm. the lines yeah. on her face and all that. So I, I like that this is, like, a comic book Guardians of the Galaxy less than an MCU Guardians of the Galaxy. Cosmo Talks! Uh, yeah. You had me sold That's true. on Cosmo. That is also, that, that is a big selling point for us, George. 
It's he's just a quest so giver. I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine with that. But yeah, that it's comes just, out. It's so quirky. It's almost too quirky. <laughs> All right, I get it. That's how I feel about Zoe Deschanel. Uh, ah! Moving on from Guardians of the Galaxy, which, by the way, October 26, 2021. So a little over a right. month. Ah. But after that, we move on to Vampire Blood Hunt. What kind of game this? is it? it it's it, a battle royale free uh, to play. It is a battle royale free to play spinoff of Masquerade, like Vampire Bloodlines: The Masquerade. Like, okay, all right, yeah. hear me out. Okay, when you look at the gameplay, it's fucking Gunzy. Does anyone know what Gunzy is? No. No. Okay, Gunzy was a game that was kind of like on the same level as like Quake, where it was like death matches, like back to back, and all the fucking fun little mechanics. Mm-hmm. Gunzy did that, and you can like deflect bullets with your sword and shit. And this just seems like a modern version of Gun Z, which I'm kind of really okay with. So if it could do that, that's great. Please let us know how you like it, and hopefully you stream. You lost it. me. Yeah, it, it, it lost me as soon as Adrian said arena shooter. Well, look, man, Nosgoth isn't around anymore, and it's like, what other <laughs> fucking vampire shit am I gonna get? I just, I don't. But that's just anyway, it. Like, that's what's... I thought it was interesting, but it's not the genre for me. Like, I don't. It can be, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I no, also am I, not really one for free to play, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just don't like arena shooters. They're not. That's not for me. Uh, sure. What's next? That comes out. Win- that winter. comes out winter of this year. We don't. So sometime at the end of the quarter. We don't know when exactly. Just months, seasons. So next up on the list is I think one that all of us look are pretty excited about. Uh, Deathloop. My guy, this. This is a system seller for me. This is really? one that I really want. Okay. Yes. I, I'm here for this fucking aesthetic. I'm here for this vibe. Um, George talks about it a lot, but like, uh, what was it? House of the Dead Overkill. It's got that vibe. It's got that fucking aesthetic. I love, um, I love time loops also. Yep. And this also will give me a roguelike game. And I saw all the cool shit ways you could kill people, like throw a mine and then kick the guy, and the guy lands on the fucking mine. I thought was really interesting. Uh, the only concern I have, it's a Bethesda game, but this is also allegedly the last PS4 Bethesda exclusive. Oh, interesting. Mm. Because they had this contract set right. up before Bethesda was bought by Xbox. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm all here for this. I. I really want a PS5 to play this game, along with Returnal, which, wow, two roguelikes, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I still haven't finished Hades. What the fuck is wrong with me? Anyway, continue. No, I, I, uh, it looks interesting. It's a time loop assassin game. So, yeah, I, I'm here mm. for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been, I kind of want to describe it as uh, Dishonored meets We Happy Few. A little bit. In terms yeah, of there is that. It, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's got that vibe for sure. Uh, no, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm definitely it, like I, I'll be following like pr- like production. Well, it comes out in like four days. <laughs> I was gonna say like yeah. this game just needs to come out already. I've yeah. been seeing so much like content and like trailers and shit. I just want it to be out. Yeah, and like like let people play it already. Um, the only things I want to mention really quick on that game is just the soundtrack choice is like. Whoever's in charge of fucking, like, the composer of that game or whoever's in charge of marketing knows what fucking songs to pick because these mm. are amazing songs. And they are made for the game. So it's not like they're just licensed tracks. Yeah. Uh, really quick, uh, the studio behind it, yes, Bethesda's publishing it, 
but the studio behind it is the same uh, studio that did uh, Prey. Uh, so okay, yeah, okay. they do have experience in that field. Yep. And Prey and that studio, Arclay, Arkine Studio, Ar- Arcane Ar- Studio, Like what, sir? <laughs> what forest are we going to? What? Sorry, <laughs> Arcane did help with the two uh, Doom games yep. that came out, 2016 and Eternal. So. Big ups yeah. here, you know. No, uh, and that's and the and last thing of the li- of the thing. The last thing. There's still the whole other. Yeah, no, I no, I no, I got one more thing. To say oh, about the Death last Loop. thing about Deathloop. I see. Sorry. Yes, last thing about Deathloop. No one is yet to confirm to me whether or not the rival lady mm-hmm. is uh someone who invades your game like a a, a black phantom in fucking uh, Dark Souls. Mm. You know what I mean? Where, like, when you're playing Dark Souls in the main campaign, and then all of a sudden a red phantom. What is a red or black phantom? I forget. I don't remember. God damn it. When an enemy phantom spirit <laughs> comes into your game and they basically go in and they try to kill you while you're trying to get through your main campaign. I thought that's what they're trying to say that she works. This rival character will just be someone who matchmakes into your campaign and tries to kill you. So it's like a matchmaking in your single player shooter experience. Oh, which maybe. is genius and I hope they do it. Interesting. So yeah, I, I'm kind of looking for that. I could see really that mechanic working for this. And yeah, and of everything on our list today, that's going to be the the most upcoming release because that comes out in four days. Yeah, by mm. the time this episode's out, yep, it'll be out. out. Yeah. Correct. So play now. Uh, next up, uh, yeah. <laughs> next up on the list is Tachia. Um, it's the so cute. Can you can you say that normally? Because so I don't think anyone realized that yeah. well, <laughs> the game is not even, a chia. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's T C H I A to chia. It's clearly an international game. Mm-hmm. I I don't even know if in the trailer it was localized at all. The way I uh, I described this there game, were there was no yeah. words in the trailer. I think. Well, there was. I mean, they had their their own language. Like it, it yeah. wasn't in English. Oh. No. But um, the way I just I said this game, I was like, I would definitely let my kid play this game. Yeah, like this is the kind of game I want my kid playing. It looks imaginative. It looks colorful. Like, not only that, it has a Super Mario Odyssey mechanic of swapping into animals yep. and stuff. No, it's, which the movement looks really good. Yeah, the animation looks fluid. Um, the stylized art style looks. Uh, wait a minute. What? It also has the Breath of the Wild fucking cape thing. It's got is a lot of Sony Zelda. just ripping <laughs> yes. off Nintendo's. It's got a lot of Zelda. Ex- <laughs> but uh, That's right. it has a very clean, like, it's a very identifiable and clean stylistic art style, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like you said, the animation looks good. I think it all it looks fine. Like, it looks like a cute little game. I for... had shades of Wind Waker, actually. Oh yeah, a little bit for sure. Yeah. Because of the water and all that? Well, just also... Like, the, a lot the, of water? The art style is a little bit... It's not the same. Like, it's not the same as Wind Waker. No. But it's kind of got these, like, more cartoonish proportions for yeah. things. And it, it looks great. So, whatever. And that comes out sometime next year. We don't know when exactly. Yeah. Next up on the list uh, was Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. PS5. Okay. And PC. Oh, yeah. And PC. That's true. Uh, okay. I cool. Know. I love right. the Uncharted games. I, no, no, no. Like, I'm a huge Uncharted fan. But I don't know how much it's really going to benefit from the PS5 port. I I feel the same way about Alan Wake a little bit. Like, unless you knew Alan Wake, I don't know if you'd want to play it on the 5, but whatever. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe it will be. 
I don't know, because when it came out and I was the only fucker happy with Alan Wake, no one gave a shit. <laughs> So like I don't know why I'm expecting people to give a shit now. Well, but whatever. That's a lot that's a lot of anecdotal evidence. What that's a e lot of anecdotal. Oh, I, I, the case the court is not in session, okay? <laughs> we are not in a courtroom right now. <laughs> but yes, this this is a port. Um is there really anything to be said about it? No. I don't is there early to early no. 2022. Okay. No, just Sony just Sony trying to make as much money as possible off of That being said, well, I'm hoping no. that this is a lead up to maybe them doing the same thing with Alan Wake where they're trying to see if the Uncharted uh if Uncharted is still a viable commodity for them. Hmm. Just just have new characters. Don't use Drake anymore. Yeah. Some, you know? Yeah. Which that's I mean, my they, one had, bit of they had some success with that. Uh but with Yeah, there was a campaign with two ladies. I forget their names. This is Lost Legacy. With it. This includes it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So then just do more shit. So like that's that. what I'm saying. So I think this is part of that too. They're kind of like, again, testing the waters with people playing as not Nathan Drake. Uh huh. Um, but I think, like I said, I'm not like, I'm not upset that they're doing this. It's just, I don't need it. It's just that we weren't hankering for any Uncharted news for a long time, whereas I feel like I was hankering for some Alan Wake for a long, long time. Fair enough. But let's move on to the next game before I get stuck on Alan Wake. Next thing <laughs> is a very short teaser, but for a Wolverine game. Oh, Snicket, the game. By Insomniac. Yeah, by Insomniac, which I'm not going to lie. for like The fact that it's Wolverine, I honestly couldn't care less about. The fact that it's Insomniac making Wolverine is the exciting thing for me. Okay. No, I'm just happy. I'm just happy there's an X-Men game. Like, or a mutant is going to be represented finally. That's fair. It's been too long. It's been too long. <laughs> I agree. I just, you know, like, I, I've got, like, I grew up in the 90s. I've got, uh, what's it? Wh Wolverine just Yeah, out. like, I'm done. Just... With, like, like, I've got, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, Wolverine fatigue. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. That's the word. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't, again, I don't hate him. It's just, eh, like he's not a draw for me. But it I, looks nice. I, I, the only thing I'm concerned about is he going to be short. I need he definitely short. looks stocky. I need him. I need him not huge. Yeah, jacket. I agree, a hundred percent. I need him. I need him short and angry and yes. drunk. Well, that's well, all I need. He doesn't. If really he is stocky, drunk, can we still have the yellow jumpsuit? Because I like that combination of the two. Oh, yellow brown, yeah. I like yellow blue though. That was no, I've always been a fan of the of the of the yellow brown combination. Over the let us know <laughs> on Twitter. Yellow brown Which versus blue? yellow blue. <laughs> I'm just voting yeah. for Weapon X naked mode, but whatever. Wow, no, that we don't even have a release nothing. date. For Not this even Wolverine a year. Game. Nothing. Why even? Why even bring it up if you don't have I don't, whatever whatever uh, we I mean the whole trailer um, was literally just some guy walking into a bar behind a guy crouched like hunched over the bar and then it shows that dude's forearms and claws come out of it like that was the whole thing yeah but there's also bodies strewn about oh, yeah. the bar so but it's all just yeah. siege I just I, I get yes, it I get yes, why they I, do it it's I just a teaser it. George. I, I agree with email. <laughs> I no, I agree with George. I agree with George. This would have been a tweet, and it would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have had to it's... wait, expecting something better. Yes. <laughs> oh, Insomniac is making a Wolverine game. That's cool. Retweet. Right. Art. 
You know, it's gonna be a tweet anyway by the end of it. Like, whatever. Next uh, up on the list. Uh, go ahead. Next. Up OG on the list. OG Forza. I'm sorry, Gran Turismo Seven. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm so uh, happy the people cool. that like this series have had games consistently, and they, there's no noise. It's the most silent fan base I've ever heard of, but it keeps on coming. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, that fan base is legit. I yes. know fans, but like Gran Turismo is really one thing. And it's a PlayStation like hardware test. That's really what Gran Turismo has always been. Originally, yes, yes. Gran Turismo is like, oh, let's show off how photorealistic we can make on, we can make this platform. I don't think that's true for one and two. I think that's true for like three and uh, that sport port that came out for the PS3. I because one and two, I don't sport feel port. was that. I mean, for the console it was on, I think it was. It definitely tried to focus on, like, real, realistic car physics. But at a certain point, they've already reached realism. Like, you can't get any more real with these cars. They look more real than real. <laughs> like, just... So, like, I don't know what else they can do, but it's working. Yeah. They're adding new cars. I, did you ever watch that commercial <laughs> with uh, Kobe Bryant and, and Kanye? Where Kobe Bryant's just having this, uh, this like auditorium style thing, and Kanye's like, "What more could I do?" And Kobe's just like, "More." <laughs> but I have gold <laughs> albums. I've won Grammys. How many? You need to win more. And like, Kanye's like, "What the fuck is he talking about? I've done everything." No, you need to do more. That's the mentality you need. And it's like, I feel that's what Grand Turismo. More realism. So, so but, every car but how is in much the game. more? We have every car in more. the game. Oh, God. More. Uh. Uh, but yeah, that comes out March 4th, 2022. <laughs> There's not a lot to say about it. It's it's going to be a Gran Turismo game. I, I, I'm i not getting it. Shout out to the Gran Turismo I, crew. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, sh be proud of who you are. Yeah. But if, if I want to race, I'm playing Mario Kart. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next up is the only trailer in the showcase I didn't watch. And because of that, we're not going to talk about no, it. No, wait. But, is, uh, is, what is it? Because I have one that I need to talk no, about. No. So I want to make sure what we don't What I'm skip actually going to do is I'm going to go ahead and mute and uh, I'm going to I'm gonna not listen and you guys can go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is it? <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So that happened. Um, I really liked what I saw. I don't understand why they're including. Are you are you muted? Yeah. Okay, he is. Okay. Just shatter uh, this illusion for the entire audience. <laughs> why don't we? Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're we're recording this remote. Um, but Delta. Fucking, <laughs> I don't understand why we're having two Spider Men. Why we're having Miles working with Peter. Uh, you did bring up earlier about Tony Todd being Venom. Yes. I really like how Venom's head looks, and I like the voice. I'm with you on that. I almost guarantee uh, you Venom is going to be playable, or they're adding another person on top of this. I fucking hope. I Actually, did you ever play Ultimate Spider-Man on the GameCube? I pl mm, not that one, no. I played Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube. Bro, but you get to play a big fucking huge Venom, and you get to like... Uh-huh throw cars and everything it was fucking great bro i fucking loved ultimate spider-man on the gamecube but i hope it's kind of like that of 
uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a Spider-Man game made by Insomniac. I'm here for it. I hope Insomniac gets back to. Uh, oh no, that's Sucker Punch. No, what else is it? Oh, then they, they, they did they already... Arkham Asylum, so they know how to fucking do superhero. No, games. that's no, that's Rocksteady. Arkham Asylum isn't it? was Rocksteady. Son of a yeah. bitch, you're so right. At, and they're making the Suicide Squad game that we're going to find out more October 16th on DC's Fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it. You can come on back, uh, Dr. Rude. So I, I yeah. just, I, I just want to say, uh, watching two Latin men talk about Spider-Man without being able to hear them is very funny. Because I just see a lot of web shooting pantomimes and really weird hand gestures <laughs> happening. It's very funny so to me. So for the listener at home, you were also part of this inside joke. Uh, I just did random hand movements. Great. <laughs> As I was talking. Uh, I was he, describing girthy Venom from Ultimate Spider-Man. I figured. On Yo, yes. I, I figured Venom. that's who you were talking about. Big Venom about. is best Venom. Sorry, just want to say that. Uh, so that's... Yeah, but he was really top-heavy, though. Mm, that's true. I remember that. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I didn't watch oh this trailer because it's one of those things where, like, there isn't... There's nothing that trailer could show me that wouldn't make this a day-one purchase for me. Assuming I have a PS5. Uh, I I just thought it was weird when Fortnite characters started popping in. I honestly... Agreed. I was blown away when I saw Anakin. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> When, um, mm, mm, last, love that last Grand Theft Auto Five tie-in. Oh, though. oh, uh, twenty twenty-three for Spider-Man. Sometime 2. in twenty twenty-three. But I am really excited for the last game on the showcase. Okay, Wait, wh- I feel like we skipped something, but that's fine. No, what did we skip? Um, so I guess I'm the only one who was excited for Radiohead. For what? Radiohead having a 10-second teaser. No, they're they're going to have an album game experience working with Sony. Like, Sony is making a game based on the album works of Kid A and Amnesiac. Oh, This I is didn't... called Radioheads. Radioheads. <laughs> Radioheads Kid Amnesiac. Uh, no, that sounds so, super dope, but I didn't see that. No, but I'm saying, like, in terms of us talking about the last thing, I was like... Wait, that's Radiohead. Wait, that's Radiohead. Like, I thought it was just them using the song, and then it's like, no, the game is Radiohead. Was that shown in a little bit of, like, the Sony talking head segment where they were just talking and shit like that? No, it's just this red kind of neon light, Hmm. and it starts, uh... Go ahead. It's literally ten. I'll seconds. have to. It's like, not. It's, blink, it's a little mean. bit. It's a little bit more. But it uses everything in its right place, which is a great, great song, uh, used in a lot of trailers. So just I was expecting another trailer. So when it okay. said Radiohead, I'm super excited. But that's for that. true for just like Radiohead. There's so many Radiohead songs that are used in trailers. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No. For whatever reason, Radiohead makes the most of fucking yeah. like trailer songs. But no. So that's whatever. A, that I, that I sounds cool as fuck. Yeah. No. I, I I definitely have to look into that. I I must have skipped over that. I'm sorry. Uh, no. I, I, more I, bands I love need to do shit like this. Please. I agree. Like, Interactive music I, experiences sounds date? dope as fuck. No. Is there a date? Uh, Scott Tenderman? Is there a date? No, but they do. They describe it as an upside down virtual experience, which I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Maybe so, we can finally okay, rescue Barb. Um, Maybe. <laughs> uh, I, so, I got confused. He said upside down. <laughs> um, so the, the Keystone trailer, the trailer that they used to cap off the whole event, 
was mm-hmm. God of War God 2. God of fucking or no, Ragnarok. War, Ragnarok. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna, two. We've yeah. had two for a very long time. Dude, we also had God of War. <laughs> like we've had two God of War games. No one cares anymore uh-huh. about numbers no, or titles or anything. No one cares. No, this is the God of um, War. <laughs> this is the. Yeah, oh, fuck you. The God of War and the emancipation of Kratos. Yeah. Fuck everything. Um, go ahead, bud. Uh, uh, go ahead, dude. Day one, dude. Day one by this. Is, I'm fucking hyped. I loved everything about the trailer. It- I'm ecstatic we're going with Norse accurate Thor, which oh. apparently everyone's bitching about. Why doesn't it look like the MCU Thor? Fuck off. This is Norse mythology, you dildo. <laughs> I, I I just, why would you not want someone who looks so, like, because the argument is, oh, he's not, you know, shredded, therefore he's not strong enough. And it's like, no, he's got a muscle gut. He's a big These fucking guy. These are clearly guy. people who have never seen a strong man competition. Exactly. Yeah. They 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 think strength is what they see on an action figure, and then right. that's it. You know, it's not right at all. But uh, as but by the way, really quick, my opinion of it is gonna be really short. I didn't even play the one before this one, so I was like, I probably should have played it before watching this trailer. But whatever, it's fine. Um. I mean, do you want it? I can lend it to you. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think I borrowed it from you once before, and I never finished it. So I would actually have no, to finish that- it. No, that was Days Gone. You never even started it. That's fair. There's a lot of games I borrow and don't finish. But what I will say about this, though, is Kratos' voice is just so goddamn smooth and grav... I I don't... I want it as, like, a relaxation CD or something. Like, it's so nice. That's all (laughs) I've got to say. It it makes me swoon, like, literally. I don't know. Well... Please do ASMR, apparently. Well, I mean, Christopher Judge is a beast. Like, the man... Like I've I, I've liked I liked him ever since he was in Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. Mm. Uh, but I mean, yeah. was I? What? Go ahead. Oh, sorry, no. Because like, was I supposed to be turned on every time he says "boy"? Or like, because I don't uh, think that was the intent. I mean, but... you, you 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 can be. <laughs> It's fine. It's, it's just like, uh, I know you're trying to be fatherly and all that, but it's just, I just have this weird relation. I just, I don't know. Oh, he's also been the video game voice of uh, Black Panther for like a while now, which is interesting. No shit. Uh, but yeah, that. this trailer, it did nothing to sway me in any yeah. direction. Uh, this trailer yeah. for me looked like a lot of the same from what we got in God of War 1. Which is sure. what I wanted. It's like Doom. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like for, I know you don't feel this isn't. The, we're not discussing this again. Uh, in terms of getting more story for Doom. Oh, Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal. Okay, yeah. But like Doom Eternal, I like, I like Doom just fine. Is yeah, more of the same from Doom 2016, and that's exactly what I wanted from that from a sequel to that game. And God of War Ragnarok looks like more of the same from God of War One, and that's exactly what I wanted from this game. So the trailer did nothing to sway me one way or the other. I'm very excited. I mean, in my entertainment console right over there is the God of War PS4 Pro. Like oh, I, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, I am a God of War fan. So, so um, my boyfriend actually bought the God of War PS3. Nice. So what are the oh, odds that awesome. two people have seen this thing? But yeah, I'm a... Uh, like I said, I, the, if I have a PS5, it's going to be a day one purchase for me also. 
Uh, it's mm. I, I loved the first game. The first game was, in my opinion, one of the best like revitalizations of a franchise we've gotten in the past decade, maybe. Um, no, for real. The the re reinventing of yeah. God of War happened very well. Like yeah. that works as a mechanic very well. The entire system. So. Agreed. And I'm a little. I knew it was going to be a direct sequel, but I am a little disappointed there isn't a little bit of a time jump. Hmm. I wanted well, there's a, a little. I mean, Atreus. Atreus is older. He doesn't look old enough. I wanted a much. I wanted an okay. older. Uh, I wanted like at least like an older adolescent Atreus. 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 Mm. Atreus. Mm. <laughs> no, I know. I called him Atreus from Never. <laughs> I know. I know. But he has to remain the little child still, so that characters, yeah, so players will be like, "He's my child." It's stupid. I I honestly wanted to play as him a little bit. I I would be surprised if he's not. To mm. be honest, at least by the end. Maybe. What you think this is the end of Kratos? I hope so. Until he, until he's fucking revived again. Like, yeah. So the, uh, like... remember, <laughs> uh, that was my biggest complaint with the uh, with the God of War remake. <laughs> is this spoiler? Should I be paying attention to this? God of War three. My dude. Yes, because it, it it feels this feels spoilery. It is spoilery. It, it's it's spoilery for God of War three. That. Yes, because I didn't know that, and I played the one after, so I you know what I mean. It doesn't even really, and I didn't beat it. So if they mentioned it, what one know. did you play? But after? I'm just saying, huh? The what? the the one just before this one. I played this one for a little bit, and I didn't know. In terms of like storyline, the nothing comes between God of War three and the God of War for PS4. They're not connected. They're, they they, they came out with the game, but it was a prequel game. Between God of War three and God of War, I don't think there's a, there is an entry. Between God of there War- isn't what what are you talking about as a prequel? God damn it! <laughs> All right, we'll bring it up Point on is, the God of War episode. <laughs> we do talk our talking tears. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about God of War? Well, what I was saying was like I'm okay with Kratos's story ending. And I sure. feel like Atreus is a natural successor to that storyline. Sure. I honestly just... Yeah, that makes sense to me. I honestly just wouldn't mind a new person killing a, a whole mythology. Like, do what Assassin's Creed does. Stick your gameplay mechanic in a completely new culture and just let it go. Mm. Like, fucking... Imagine a God of War in Japan. That'd be fucking sick for me. So sure. I don't know. Like, shit like that. I mean, I, uh... I'm really big on God of War. I really like Kratos. I'm also with James. I'm fine with the character ending. I just feel it has to... Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I kind of feel Atreus would probably be the one to kill Kratos. Oh, interesting. Oh, that'd be a good story beat. But uh, I, I'm i for that. I'm for be, you no, know, the son killing I, the father. He's the only one that let him. With really? the way that this story is progressing, that I don't like that idea. It it, it well. Sorry, ahead. Adrian. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just like they've they've created a Kratos that is much more grounded than the Greek era Kratos. Well, Greek era, he was just a uh, hot fire right. in just wild one college character. Days, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like so. 
with the with the way they have current Kratos, like the only re- the only way you you come up with a scenario where Atreus kills him is where he's doing something that forces Atreus's hand that way. And I want a much mm. more dignified end for Kratos than that. It's it's gonna. Be... I don't think he does. Go ahead. No, 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 I just I I I don't think you get that. The way the game is in terms of realism, uh, I, I can't believe I'm using that <laughs> word when talking about yeah. gods, but uh I just feel it would make more thematic sense of of it repeating itself almost. Hmm. I don't want to spoil, but there's a lot of son killing father in the original game. I don't want to spoil, but here's this incredibly detailed scenario. Don't apply it to anything, okay? Sure. Whatever. Yeah, the the <laughs> NPC dad who gets killed by the NPC you son in what? God of War 2. Everyone dies. <laughs> Everyone. Just the I entire mean, franchise. That's actually true. That, I'd, I'd oh, be shit. fine with that. I'd be fine with your your Megander just eating that world. Oh my god. Uh, but anyway, that was the uh, the last entry in the uh, PlayStation Showcase. No date. No, yeah, oh yeah, no date for God of War at all. No year, <laughs> nothing. Just sometime in the future, we'll see which comes first, that or Elder Scrolls Six. Who knows? At the very <laughs> least, at the very least, there was gameplay. Yes, there was a story summary outline. Mm-hmm. They did something. Yeah, you know what I mean. That more than what we could say for Elder Scrolls. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh that being said, freaks, make sure you let us know what excited you the most about the PlayStation Showcase. What's a day one purchase for you? What has you like very meh on the Richter scale? Make sure you let us know by tweeting us at our uh on our social media. We are at F A N F R Double E K S on Twitter, and you can also find us by the same name on our Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter at, at Dr. That's DR Rude MD. Yes, and you can find me at Bone King TV. At Adrian Doodliness on uh, Twitter. There you go. That's right. And last but not least, uh, we always appreciate you guys that listen in every week and let us know what you guys think of the episodes. So let's go ahead and shout some people out. We definitely gotta continue yes. continue to shout out the hunt uh, the hunt showdown boys. Uh, you know, I play with them nearly every day, and every time they listen to an episode, they tell us what they think uh, and make some episode requests. So, uh, you know, stay tuned hey. for that Tron special some point in the future. But uh, Jeff, Scott, Justin, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, my sister Cheyenne, I, I, I appreciate their input so much, and I love that I make something they enjoy. It's nice. Hey. Because uh, I mean, your Minecraft uh, buildings aren't good enough. No, so. no, they're not. They, they are clearly the <laughs> between the two. Like I'm busy making like hidden doors and like like things built into caves. They're like building like cathedrals and shit. Okay, Jesus, literally. Uh, but that's the idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, dude, who do you got? Uh, Lindsay, uh, misleading our resident uh, Zatanna Zatara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus uh, Valentine, go fuck yourself. Nicholas Uritek, uh Robot Stone Age Crew, Cody, CJ, uh, Kehlani, Deadass, that's just for them. And Paul Fusek, uh, my boy from, I'm not going to say where. I almost said where. I'm not going to dox him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta get back on 76. I haven't played it in a minute. You mean I can't say uh, the last he... name of Lindsay? Oh, crap. Let me scribble that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh uh, how about you, George? Oh, well, it's my turn. Here we go. I've got Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, also Lindsay Palmer, uh, Izumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, Julian the Czar, and Megan People. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We appreciate and, it. Later, freaks. And just like, uh, no, and just like the Sony presentation, I figured we will end this with a self-aggrandizing speech. So... <laughs> Dr. Root, as a member of this podcast, do you feel as though we provide expert quality service? I was trying to think of how to lie, and uh, the answer is no. <laughs> there you have it. Pre-order now. <laughs>